You're listening to a special podcast of all things ADHD in response to the coronavirus pandemic. I'm your host, Alondra Perez. Today's guest is Dr. Andrea Cronus Toscato from the University of Maryland. Welcome, Andrea. Would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Andrea Cronus Toscano. I am a professor in the psychology department at the University of Maryland. And uh, I do a lot of work and uh, clinically and research related to ADHD across the lifespan. So I'm really glad to be here today. And we are glad to have you. Um, so you recently wrote an article in Maryland Today about parenting through a pandemic. Could you talk about the tips and strategies you wrote for parents to you know, keep calm and setting the emotional tone for their families during this time of crisis? This, you know, this is such an unprecedented and challenging time because none of us really know when the pandemic is going to end. Um, and so there's a lot of uncertainty and fear. Um, and I think for parents, um, it's, it's really important to keep in mind that how we respond and how we react is going to uh, set the tone for our kids. Um, So although we might have a lot of questions running through our head and some anxiety uh, around this, we really need to think about how we can best create sort of a calm uh, environment for our kids and to maintain some of the routines that um, all kids really benefit from, but particularly um, kids with ADHD. So it's, you know, going to be really important um, for for parents to find a way to maintain some semblance of a routine, of course, with flexibility. But, you know, just thinking about the basics, like making sure that our kids are going to bed at the same time every night and waking up at roughly the same time, getting enough sleep, getting them outside every day for some exercise, um, making sure that, that um, there's you know, time set aside for connecting with their friends by video chats or messaging, Um, trying to figure out how, you know, at a time when we're all supposed to be social distancing, how we can still find a way to make sure that we are doing the things that we can control, making time for the kinds of things that we, uh, we and our kids can enjoy at a time like this. So, whether it be cooking or doing a puzzle or riding their bike or going for a family walk, um, you know, I think that it's really important for, you know, both parents and kids alike to find, you know, what are the things that, that help me to maintain a sense of, you know, positive emotion, behavioral regulation, uh, emotional regulation. Um, as I said, sleeping enough is so important for parents and kids alike, getting fresh air and exercise, uh, making sure that we're reading and that kids are keeping up with some of their um, academic skills. However, at the same time, I think it's really tricky for parents who are trying to work from home and to, to homeschool their kids, essentially. Um, that they really need to cut themselves a break and just do the best they can. Really making sure that we are helping our kids stay connected to their friends, um, not face-to-face, of course. Um, we, we want everybody to be uh, maintaining social distancing, 
um, for their own health and safety. But at the same time, there's so many other ways these days that kids could stay connected to their friends through technology, through video chats and messaging and playing video games, perhaps with their friends. I think it's really just important for all of us to take stock of what are those things that help us to feel better. I know that I've noticed for myself that it's really helpful to go outside every day to get fresh air, to go for a walk and get some exercise. And so I think just taking stock um, for ourselves as well as for our kids, what are those things that help to make the days go better? And then how can we instill that in the structure of our day-to-day? I think that that parents and children are so used to running around and um, being so busy that this is an extreme departure from our usual day-to-day lives. And that it's important to kind of, you know, also recognize that this is a period of stress, both for the parent and the child. And to be listening for signs of the child saying, you know, I really miss my teacher or I I really miss going to school or I miss playing baseball or gymnastics. And and for parents to be able to connect with them over that, to say, you know, I feel like that, too. And life sure is different than it usually is. Um, And to let them know that it's okay to have those emotions. Um, to be able to um, acknowledge their emotions and then, you know, to help kind of grieve that together and then move on. Those were the majority of the tips. You know, I think doing things that elevate your mood, socializing um, with people who make you happy, whether that's uh, usually that's going to be virtually these days. But um, I do think that the pandemic also creates an opportunity for parents and kids to spend more time doing things together and to find what are those things that help us to connect as a family. Maybe it's eating breakfast together, having dinner together, playing a game together or going outside and kicking the soccer ball around together, or going for a nice walk together. Usually in many people's lives, they might not have time for that. How, you know, how can we use this as an opportunity to really connect with our kids? In terms of ADHD, we know that kids with ADHD are even more sensitive to their environments, right? So this is a time where if parents are feeling extremely stressed, the kids are going to pick up on it, right? And it's, it, it could certainly impact um, their emotions and their behaviors. So that's why in all of these suggestions, I'm suggesting that the parents do the same things themselves. So not only do we want to make sure that our kids are maintaining a regular sleep schedule, but that the parents are doing that as well, that they feel equipped to deal with the challenges of trying to work and care for their kids at the same time has definitely really been a new lifestyle for a lot of people and especially parents with children and parents with children that have ADHD. But what are some of the symptoms of ADHD or maybe even other possible coexisting conditions that can make it more challenging at home and what kinds of strategies could parents use? So the core symptoms of ADHD are first of all inattention symptoms right? Second, hyperactivity and impulsivity symptoms. And then thirdly, um, I think that everyone today would agree that uh, emotional reactivity 
uh, and regulation is another constellation of symptoms related to ADHD. So I could go through these one at a time. First, um, in terms of inattention, inattention symptoms involve things like disorganization, difficulty planning, difficulty sustaining attention, um, being very distractible when going through daily routines and the like. So when you think about those types of symptoms, if you imagine that, you know, that many um, parents, as I said, are trying to work from home while they're also homeschooling their kids, um, it's, it's going to be more challenging for a child with ADHD to be able to get work done and to work independently at home and to plan out their day. They're going to need a lot of help and scaffolding from their parents. It's going to be really important for parents to um, establish kind of a, a nice clean workspace for the child to sort of set up and get their schoolwork done each day. And for kids who are sort of disorganized and have a hard time with um, moving through their daily routines, the more um, structure there is in the day is really going to help those kids. So having, you know, as I said, getting up at roughly the same time, eating meals at roughly the same time, having some type of schedule in terms of inside time and outdoor time and academics and things like that is going to be really important for those kids. You know, kind of helping them to uh, establish a checklist for the day of things that they're going to be doing, making the expectations very clear for them. Hyperactive impulsive symptoms can also be challenging um, during this pandemic because I think in general, uh, kids are getting a lot less exercise than they might be used to, right? So at school, they're always moving around and many kids are involved in extracurricular activities and are going outside quite a bit. And so it, um, I think it's hard for most kids to be cooped up as much as they have been during the pandemic. And so, again, you know, a, another reason why we, as much as possible, want to try to get them outside to make sure that their bodies are moving. And certainly, even under the stay-at-home orders that we have here in Maryland, you are allowed to go out and ride your bike or to go for walks or to play you know, outside in your yard, um, as long as you're not interacting um, with people outside your family. So I think that particularly for kids with a lot of energy and hyperactivity, it's going to be really important to make sure that they're moving their body. And on rainy days, I know that there are a lot of videos that people have made about, you know, working on your dribbling skills or having a dance party in the house, either on your own or with the family. That could be another great way to burn energy. And then thirdly, this emotional regulation that is really the third group of symptoms associated with ADHD. That's really important in terms of thinking about how the parents are sent, setting the emotional tone for the house and how kids with ADHD are really so much more sensitive to different emotions that might be at play in the home. And so that's why focusing on the parents' own self-care in addition to their parenting is important because when a parent is in a better emotional state, they can be more patient with their kids and they can sort of exude more of a calm than a chaotic, you know, vibe to their kids. 
So, you know, we know that sometimes parenting a child with ADHD can be a bit challenging. The more the parent has their emotional reserves, the better able they are going to be to deal with those stressors. I really do appreciate you bringing up that emotionality that's connected with ADHD that many people don't really seem to talk about a lot of the time. And that's really, really important. And along with that, kind of the routines and the scheduling seem to be something common that comes up that can be very helpful for a lot of different kinds of families, along with work, school, and then still making time to do something fun and something that they enjoy. And I think another concern for parents is their own ADHD, because a lot of the times when children have ADHD in the household, so do parents. Not all the time. That is a possibility. How can they best cope with their ADHD along with the challenges of parenting during this pandemic? The majority of my research actually focuses on this very issue. So about 25 to 50 percent of parents of children with ADHD will have a child with ADHD as well. And so all these things that I'm talking about in terms of remaining calm and and being consistent in terms of household structure and routines and helping kids to organize, you know, around academic activities, all of those things are more challenging when a parent themselves has ADHD. What I would recommend in those situations is, first of all, some parents have of children with ADHD have sought out treatment for themselves. And I think that that is the ideal situation. If a parent has ADHD and they also have a child with ADHD, they should be sure to be taking their own ADHD medications if they have. And then in terms of therapy, many therapists are providing the opportunity to receive treatment via telehealth these days, right? So nowadays, it's possible that a parent who has ADHD could be getting the support that they might need using telehealth services. I think that when a parent has ADHD, they need to be more deliberate in terms of how they structure their time. We'll need to keep these to-do lists and try to write out schedules and to be very planful about how they organize their day. Parents with ADHD, really all parents, need to make sure that they're getting enough sleep. They need to be making sure that they're getting the exercise they need, that they have the skills that if their kids are really frustrating them, that they're able to kind of walk away and take a few deep breaths, that they're able to use those types of relaxation strategies that can help them stay cool in stressful situations. Oftentimes, they will really benefit from the support of a therapist in those situations. This is a really important time to stay connected with treatment providers, either behavior therapist for the child, that's that's providing support around parenting, but also uh, a therapist for the parent um, to help them to deal with ADHD-related challenges. One of the things that we know about people with ADHD, regardless of their age, is that even when they know what to do, right? They, they might have a toolbox of different skills that they're supposed to use either with their kids or in other contexts like work. 
But what we know about ADHD is that people who have ADHD often have difficulty executing or carrying out those plans. So they might have the skills, are they actually using them in the context in which they're having trouble? And that's why the ongoing help and support of a therapist can be really, really important, especially during a crisis situation like we're in right now. It's important to continue that treatment you know, for the parents and the children so they could continue to try to do these strategies, but also continue to receive that help. Andrea, do you have anything else that you would like to add that you think might be helpful to families and parents? One thing that I think is just so important is that we're all sort of in this impossible situation, right? It's tricky. We don't know when it's going to end. There's a lot of uncertainty. And I think that as much as we try to plan and organize things, it's not always going to turn out exactly the way we like. Right. And sometimes we might look at other parents and families on social media and it looks like they have this perfect homeschool experience or that they're just having all this wonderful family time. And I think that we, you know, we need to be kind to ourselves and realize that this is stressful for us. This is stressful for our kids. And those people who are posting on social media are probably posting about the five minutes that day that went well for them. So I think we we just need to cut ourselves a break and realize that we're just all doing the best that we can and uh, that we shouldn't hold ourselves to such a high standard that we beat ourselves up when it when it doesn't turn out exactly like we planned. And I think Everybody's going through this right now, but I think that the challenges are even greater when you have a child with ADHD and you just you just have to be kind to yourself and and not be not set such unrealistic expectations that you're necessarily going to be disappointed. And and that means expectations for yourself as well as expectations for your child with ADHD. Definitely that kindness that we need, not just for others, but also that we have to do for ourselves. But you really, really named some great strategies that I think could be really helpful for parents during this crisis. Thank you so much, Andrea. We really appreciate you and we loved having you today. Thank you so much for inviting me. CHAD is the nation's leading nonprofit organization serving people affected by ADHD as home to the National Resource Center on ADHD, funded by the U.S. CDC. CHAD offers comprehensive programs and services at both the national and local levels. To learn more, visit chad.org. In this time of crisis, we know everyone in our community is facing tremendous pressures, and CHAD and its National Resource Center on ADHD are here to help. We are committed to continuing to be the resource on which you can rely. For more information, visit our website at chad.org and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest.